Coach Keith. Sarhan. Sarge. And today, we're always talking about values, strength, community, and our value of the day. Today's word of the day, respect. Respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. That's what it means to me. So, how does respect play into what we'd like to talk about? Um, well, respecting yourself, respecting your health and your fitness, your integrity, everything that you, you want to respect yourself for. Self-respect comes with knowing that you're doing the things for yourself that you know you're supposed to be doing. Um, You know, when you start doing things that you know are not good for you, you start losing self-respect. And when when you're doing things that you know are good for you, they're either helping you, they're helping to improve your health, um, or they're helping to improve your your knowledge. Uh, they're helping to improve your relationships. I mean, things like that. You're doing them. Maybe you're not doing all the things that you're supposed to be doing, and that could be really overwhelming. But you're doing what you can day by day to go. Okay, I'm gonna be working on this. I'm gonna take care of myself with this, and you're gonna feel really good about it when you when you respect yourself. You build that that self-respect. It feels good. It it affects your attitude. Uh, It affects the way that you talk to other people and what you think about yourself. So uh, we're going to figure out, too, how how can we tie respect into the story, you know, following up on Sarge's story, which we'll we'll be doing next. and uh, where that plays in. So, anything you want to add to about respect? You know, it starts with yourself, like Keith was saying, you know, gotta respect yourself. Through that is honoring yourself, you know. Uh, and then having a sense of duty about your lifestyle. You know, being present, another word we talked about, you know, physically present and mentally present are apples and oranges, but when they're engaged, it makes a pleasant fruit salad. Because <laughs> you are actively participating with ha- what's happening in front of you. Um, you know, yeah, I think it's just important to, to be present when you can through trying situations. And that brings about a lot of respect from not just eternally, but from those watching you um, struggle and fail and getting up, crying, wiping off the blood and dirt, going forward again, attacking whatever it is. It may seem like ugh, just a disgraceful, disgusting view of just failure. But those silent few that are watching you who struggle with that same thing you're fighting are growing a respect for you, a respect for your drive, 
And that little internal flame for them is starting to grow because maybe they're thinking, I can do this. I can do this. And that is a little form of self-respect when you can believe that you can do something. Yeah, and so I would say like um, some like actions that you could take with this uh, would be don't overwhelm yourself with all of the things that you know you're supposed to be doing. Uh, start off with one thing. Start off with one thing that you have, you know, you probably have all these things that are, you've been thinking about and like, oh, I really want to do this and I really want to do this and I really want to do this. And it's so many things that you just don't even start with any of them because you were like, well, if I'm not going to be perfect, why am I even going to try? Why am I even going to start? So uh, you want to think, what's one thing that I could start with? You know, um, whatever it is that you're trying to, to you, whatever your goal is that you're going for, if it, if it happens to be with building your strength, your physical strength, could start off with, okay, I'm going to do 10 push-ups every day. 10 push-ups. All you got to do is 10 push-ups every day. That could be on your knees. That could be however, you know, if you could do them with your knees off the ground, whatever it is, you're going to do 10 push-ups. And you do that. Do that for a month. And you're and, and, and it becomes, you know, a habit of like, okay, I'm doing this. Now, like, let's say then you could go, all right, well, now I'm going to add in uh, 10 sit-ups a day. You know, it, it could be that. Or it's like, hey, I'm going to write down um, some goals this morning. Or I'm going to, um, I'm going to drink one more glass of water every day than I normally Whatever it is, it's going to be this. It's going to be this one thing that you could confront and go, "I could do this." And what's going to happen is you do that, and you stay consistent with it. It's going to build up your physical strength, if if it has to do with a physical strength type type goal that you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. That's going to build your mental strength. You're going to start respecting yourself more that you're actually doing something towards getting to your goals. And then it's gonna give you this, this mental like power and this motivation to go, you know what, I could do something else. I'm going to, you know, read for 10 minutes every day out of like a, some kind of a, a book. You know, prefer, you know, probably ideally some sort of personal development type book or some kind of inspirational type book. And, and you're gonna read it for five, 10 minutes every day. You know, so you, you do these little things and you do it and you do it for you know a month or so and then you go, okay, I got this, I could do this. It becomes a normal part, a light part of your lifestyle. And then you could start, you know, start adding in one more thing that you're, you've been thinking about that you really wanna do. So, you know, it starts small. Start with something small that you could confront and stay consistent with it. And it's going to, you're going to start building more self-respect. 
not only are you exercising your your body and that self-respect, but your mind. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera too. But your mind starts to exercise with your body. And you know, one of the phrases I learned and I read when I was going through my rehab was uh, it was from a book called The Art of War by Sun Tzu. It makes a lot of sense. And I always say this, you know, coaching, teaching class, if the mind is willing, the body will follow on little or nothing at all. It says a lot, you know, and it backs me up when I say, free your mind and allow your body to work. My four A's of a challenge. The first one is attitude. Check it. Check it. Yeah, your burpees today. Yeah, burpees tomorrow. Yeah, burpees yesterday and the day before. It's mechanical. And it's your mind. And I had to learn this. Is what sets you free. So you open up that mind. And just like if you play contact sports. The body will go where you drive the head. So if you're playing, if you're wrestling, you grab that head, you take that head down to the mat, the body's going to follow. Playing football, you drive your head right to the center of that chest, your body's going to go full force forward. So keep in mind, you know, just let your mind wander and be free while you're doing these things you don't like sometimes. It just kind of is focusing on those simple movements, simple thoughts. All right, well, let's, let's uh, work respect into our story. Oh. Okay, so uh, where our story left off last time is um, with Sarge, is uh, we, uh, w you know, he had the accident. It was um, two, year, two years out. Uh, he, he put on 150 pounds and then the following year, um, he dropped about 80 pounds. Um, you know, he, he was before the accident in about, he was around 180, 185 pounds. Yep. And then he, he shot up to about 350, almost double his weight. And then, um, and then he, he's going through recovery. He can't really do much, mm -hmm. you know, he's trying to, uh, rehabilitate himself, be able to get mobile again. Um, he's going to physical therapy. Um, and he's got this Colonel who's pushing him, who's, who's being relentless with saying, you got this suck it up, s stop feeling sorry for yourself, and and start taking some action. You got this, you could do this. And it, it motivated him to um, start getting a little bit more mobile. Mm -hmm. um, he started, uh, he, he, he was told that he's fat and that he needs to do something about this. He, was, yep. he wasn't even really making the army standards, but they were letting him slide by because of Reten staffing issues. Retention, we're in the heights of the wars. Uh, it was 
I'm surprised I, 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 I'm, I was lasted as long as I did afterwards because any other time, cut and dry, medically discharged, medically retired, or discharged, failure to meet Army standards, which can be turned into a dishonorable discharge for failure to keep your height and weight under manage, your, especially your weight, you know. So and then Colonel is basically saying, giving him an ultimatum. Like, hey, you gotta start doing something about this and getting your physical self under control mm -hmm. or we're gonna take you out back, put you down. Yep. Like old yeller. Glue factory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, uh, so he, he recommends him to take this one small action, which was cut out two sodas a day. Which isn't too bad when you're taking in a 12-pack every day of soda, you know? Yeah. Dropping it down to two, drop it, taking two sodas out per day. How big of a difference does that make? It adds up. It makes a big difference. So that's what he could confront at that point. Take two sodas out a day. He yeah. starts doing that. He gets that going for a while. He decides, okay, I'm going to drop to diet soda. He drops to diet soda. And uh, he starts doing some more walking. He's just walking and being more mobile and, and more active. Um, and uh, he starts doing little things like doing um, some like uh, body weight exercises, yeah. like some push-ups and On some sit-ups. Yeah. He's doing that. He's suffering through a whole lot of pain. His body is aching. It's miserable. Um, he's going through so much you know, internal recovery, it's just an aching, agonizing thing that he has to get through day by day. And he's constantly dealing with wanting to quit, you know, and uh, still having- Self-respect issues. You know, you know, he's not respecting himself. And, and so he's taking these actions. He's, he's dropped now, he's, it's a year later, he's down about 80 pounds. He's got a army test coming up. This PT a test APFT, coming up. Army Physical Fitness Test. And uh, he needs to pass. He, he needs to pass this test because this is what the colonel's been getting him to this point of like, you know, um, you you gotta you gotta meet these standards and you gotta get to this point. So he's dropped he's dropped this weight. Um, he's getting ready to go into this test. Uh, he's down now and down back down to about 220 pounds, 225. Yep. And this test is coming. You know, and this is where the old Andrew comes in, you know, the old Sarhanna, the arrogance, the attitude, right? I've never, ever failed a PT test, ever. Always made standard or above, you know, exceeded. I show up. Been practicing my push-ups, you know, like I said early on, I couldn't even do one push-up because my belly would hit the floor before my arms bent, kind of thing. Um, Sit-ups, my belly got in the way. The weight, walking was a serious chore just with the weight, let alone the injuries on my right leg and left hip. My back's jacked, my hands jacked. There's one thing I failed to mention during this whole time is I was smoking cigarettes and chewing tobacco at the same same time. So I got that thing going on, you know, about a pack a day of cigarettes, maybe a, a can or two every couple of days for uh, the chew, plus the booze and the pills. So I got those things going on. 
numbing the emotional wreck I was in. Numbing the fail, numbing that respect that I once had for my body and myself, blinding me to that. So here we are, test day, show up to drill. Of course, there's the colonel. There's my little red terrier buddy. First event, push-ups. Zero. Zero official push-ups. Why is that? Because I didn't get my chest all the way to the ground and I couldn't push all the way till my arms were fully extended. I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> <laughs> so like sometimes you'll see me do speed push-ups and I'm like three-quarter or half push-ups. <laughs> Yeah, that's when I'm just pumping them out. But uh, about 70% of the time I'm doing a full push-up these days. So zero push-ups. Zero push-ups. That damn NCO, that sergeant that was counting them, put his fist on the ground because your chest got to hit that fist. And I have, and I know when your elbows will lock because you're in a short sleeve. So your chest hits my fist and your elbows lock out. And your ass better be with your back and shoulders. Nope. Failure. Boom. <laughs> Crushing the ego. Colonel standing off to the side. I kind of glance peripherally and he's just shaking his head. Doesn't say anything. My little rat terrier buddies are sitting there. You got this. Just come on. Just like I do is one. <laughs> Sit-ups. Five official. Hands behind the head, all the way up, elbows to the knees, back down. Failure. Two events out of three. Failure. My minimum push-ups and standards, I believe, were about 50 for push-ups and 50 sips for my age group. Two minutes. Now the run. Okay. Metal in my legs, couple of knee surgeries, metal in my hip, and taped up, duct tape, knee braces, out of regs, remove the knee braces, cut the duct tape off your foot. Okay. <laughs> Put the candy bar down, Hannah, All right? <laughs> You don't need a snicker, right? <laughs> so I had to make the run two miles, 22 minutes. 34 minutes later, across the finish line, limping, snot bubbles, belly hanging out from underneath the shirt kind of thing, just tore up from the floor up, messed up from the chest up. I got a complete zero for that. <laughs> so you failed the whole test. The whole test. Did no, no doubt about that. And what is the... Uh... Remediation. They give you 90 days to meet standard. Okay. Okay. Here we go again. So 90 days. Yeah. And, uh, and you can test Kurt, again. I'll give you some... Give you some uh, regimen. Oh, he gave me some love. He gave me the <laughs> true hard side of love. But it started with you failed. 
and that's okay. Now I know what we're working with. And I go, what do you mean by that? He goes, you didn't stop. You didn't quit. You stopped when they told you to stop, when they told you no go. Even when you knew you had 21, 22 minutes to make that run, you crossed over at 34. Looked like a hog with three legs crossing, but you did it. <laughs> you know? And that carried me through for 90 days. Okay, I didn't quit. So, back to the push-ups. Back to the sit-ups. One a day, two a day, three. Sometimes it was a set of one. Sometimes it was a set of three. Sometimes it was a set of four. I just kept trying, kept trying, kept failing. Show up, get a pretest. Three official push-ups, one sit-up. It was just, the numbers were just crazy. The walking and the running, you know, from... What did I say, 38 minutes or 34 minutes? 34 minutes, yeah. Now down to 30. So you're, are, is this on the pre-test? This is on the, the, the 90 days. This the, the official second test or pre-testing? Pre-testing, so I have, okay. every month I got to check in, okay. pre-test, see okay. progress. And this is not normal, you, you, you normally just do it, and you have some NCOs out there kind of training you and making sure you're doing your thing. Yeah. Well, every time I did it, I had a full bird out there, and little rat chihuahua on my ass. <laughs> kind of sounds familiar, coach. <laughs> keeping me in line, keeping me driven, keeping me pushed on the track. Jog a lap, walk a lap, jog the straights, walk the, the curves, walk the curves, sprint the strap, you know, just trying to get the speed going. So, you know, I'm about 60 days in, 30 minutes on, on a two mile. Okay. Okay, took off four minutes. Mm-hmm. And this is without the braces and the tapes, a ton of ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wasn't doing pre-workout then, so it was coffee or a couple of caffeine tabs. 90 days is up, go back. What kind of changes were you doing to your diet around oh, this time? At this time, you know, I stopped eating huge amounts of garbage food and had medium amounts of garbage food with some veggies added in, sprinkled in here and there, uh, drinking more water, uh, not going to McDonald's as much, but going to In-N-Out Burger because I knew they had a protein burger that tasted right, right? Protein wrap burger. Still getting the fries. Uh, sodas were pretty much zero. I had maybe one or two regular during the time, uh, you know, just because I liked it. So that food change is happening. Alcohol? Alcohol was at an all-time high. Smoking? Oh, God. You know, I would literally get off the track and light up. Light up before the track when I was training. Light up in the middle of it. So I would constantly smoking cigarettes. (laughs) Okay? And and here's the thing. Up until three years ago, while I was here, I was smoking cigarettes like a fiend. I have an app. It's called Smoke Free. I'll give you it's coming on four years. Yeah, we're not there yet. No, I know. Hey, but so, hey, so, so just letting you know, this thing, you yeah. know, this, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm smoking like a fiend. <laughs> I'm popping opioids to kill, kill the pain, drinking and eating and just woke up. Right? And what woke me so, up. So, but, 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 so 
you're, you're still drinking, you're still smoking, you're making these changes to your diet a little bit. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, you're going with the protein style with the fast food. Yeah. You're, you're adding a little bit of vegetables in, you're drinking a little bit more water. Yeah. Now, you know, you've, you've, you're, you've, you did your first pre-test, you cut off a couple of minutes on your mile, you're now able to do a few official push-ups. Yep. Um, and then, and then you come back for another two more pre, another pre-test before yeah, the final. Yeah, I called them. I called them pre-test because it was just a gauge for me. But yeah. they were just basically they were prepping me for. I had people. I I mean the support group that came out of the woodwork to push me through this. Uh, from my own unit, right? From my own squad sitting there going out to the track with me instead of doing their training, you know, that they should have been doing their classwork, which is boring as hell. You know, online school, Army AK, it was stuff you had to go through. They'd go out to the track and run with me, walk with me, pace me, work with me on the push ups, call me in the middle of the week. So I'm getting support and they're encouraging me because they're saying, this guy's like coming back. They're seeing it and I'm seeing a failure. I'm, I can't even look in the mirror at myself. It's because I don't see me. So there's that self-respect. It was so, my self-respect and self-esteem was so low, I learned how to shave in the mirror so I didn't have to look at my face, look in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I've told a few people this, even at OC, um, to deal with that emotional state, right? Lit up another cigarette, popped another pill, drank some more booze, and ate some more junk food, crap, right? And so I was still losing the weight. It was amazing. So how, 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 are, how did things progress by the next test? Oh, the, the next, next, uh, the, the, next uh, the, the, the next official test, which was yeah. 90 days later, the APFT? No, even the second, the second, the <laughs> two months out of like a more of a, you know, pre-test. Oh yeah, so we're getting up two months out, 60 days in, 30 days out from the official test. Now down, you know, working in 28 to 30 minutes on the run. I'm getting seven to 10 on the push-ups official, and now getting 15, 16 on the sit-ups. Okay. So there's a progress, right? There's yeah. something going on, and I'm working through the pain. Mind you, my ribs physically have healed, but the pain in between the muscles and everything is still jacked. I'm still feeling pain in the, in the hip and the knees and the leg and the ankle and the wrist, you know? my back so I got the pain if I, you know I described it yesterday you know it's like the first time you ever do squats properly right and your just legs are just lit up and you can't control things and it hurts but picture that through the whole entire body your muscles are just screaming freezing joints are fused cracking popping and you wait for that crack and pop to relieve the pain while you're training and this wasn't just working out working out's fun this was true training to get my life back. Discipline, learning self-respect again. Okay, let's 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 hear it. You going on to ninety days? Test ninety days follow-up test. Failed. Fail. Fail. But had eleven official push-ups. 18 official sit-ups and a 26 mile, 26 minute, two minute, two mile run. Had four minutes to knock off. 
I had a ton of push-ups and sit-ups to catch up to make that 5150, 50, right? Doc's sitting there looking at me, and he comes and he goes, I'm proud of you. You failed, but I'm proud of you. And he shows me my file, my 201, his file, and right across the front page it says, no taping. That means I only get weighed because that was his specific order for me. Taping allows an overweight soldier who may be heavy with muscle to fit the standards because muscle weighs a lot more than fat and you're, you're weighing more so you have a, a lower you have a lower body fat count so they weigh you, they measure your abdomen, your neck, your chest. That wasn't allowed for me. <laughs> and he goes, look, you had zero, zero, zero the first test. Now look at you. You progressed. 90 days, see you again. I'm thinking, noon is this over, please. Just discharge me, quit. Stop. Well, you know, Officer Candidate in the unit, she had to make the two mile run for hers and she was behind. Sarnham, let's go to the track. See what you got. Okay, so I'm out there at the track. Next thing I know, you know, got my squad with me. They're pacing me. I didn't stop. I was picking up the pace and jogging, running, jogging, walk, running, jogging, walk. 22 minutes, two miles. This is uh, while you were training? In that, the, the remediations, the 90 days after that test. So you're training, you're out now able to hit 22 minutes on the two miles. Mm -hmm. And it was painful. I mean, running's painful just in general. Now you compound it with your own personal injuries. It's even more painful. What other kind of changes are you doing? Um, at this point, I'm on uh, Weight Watchers. <laughs> you say you get onto Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers, you know, those points, you know, tomatoes, one point. Grape tomatoes, you know, bananas, three points, you know, you have this, and you're going on a point system. It's kind of like macros. Okay, so you get onto Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. Failing at that. <laughs> yeah, but you're trying it. Trying you know, it, yeah. You're, you're going by this Weight Watchers system. And um, what's your training look like at that time? Oh, the training. I, I picked up two pound dumbbells. Why two pound? Because I had to get the grip strength in my right arm, in my right hand. Um, there was lack of strength in the hand. You know, I had a, maybe a 50 pound grip at the time, which isn't much. I'm developing the strength there, developing the strength of my legs. And I go and check out this little warehouse gym in Mountain View called Flexit Fitness, owned by a Stanford football coach. A little tiny hole in the wall gym. I couldn't even do the barbell properly without any weights because, you know, muscle memory, the muscles trying to get that, and I started lifting. 
And I started the leg extensions and the leg curls. And then I started crunching, flutter kicks, squatting into a chair and just letting my glutes tap and pop up just so I can get the range of motion. Okay, so you're doing some, some resistance, some weight training now. Uh, you're, you're, you changed up your diet even more. So now you're doing some, you know, kind of following Weight Watchers. Elliptical. Uh, you're doing this training on the side with the with your crew, and yeah. you're getting your your time faster on the mileage. Uh, and now, now at this point, we are at like we're at about what three, almost Come three up, almost and a three, half. Three, three years, three, yeah, just a little over three years between three, three, three and a half. Three years after the accident. Yeah. And then from this period of the second failure on the PT. Mm -hmm. um, and now you're doing this weight training, you're doing the Weight Watchers, you know, let's say a month or so has gone by, what, what's, what, how much are you weighing around that time? At that time I got down to about 215, 213, right okay. around there. So I'm getting close, right, I'm getting close to my, my downrange weight was when I was downrange. 180, 185, that's the prime, prime weight, but the good fighting weight is 206, and that would put me right into height and weight. Okay. okay. So I'm in range for height and weight, so it's just another six, seven pounds, right? All right. So it's, it's exciting. Yeah. Now we get into the third test. Ugh. But you're going to have to wait. Yep. Until next episode yep, <laughs> to find out about test number three. Oh yeah, and it was a long journey to that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think we, you know, we covered a lot today. Um, you know, we've gone through two failed tests. Um, we've gone through stages of just, you know, doing walking and cutting out a few, few, few uh, different types of drinks and food, mm -hmm. still dealing with uh, drinking a lot, smoking a lot, um, you know, and now now we're getting into past, we failed this, the last two tests, and now getting into, okay, we're, we're increasing the training, um, still getting support from the friends and the, the old crew, and uh, now getting the speed up to a passable speed on the two mile it's test. In, it's in grasp. Yeah, and then uh, and then you're doing some strength training now at this this local small gym, and you're 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 starting from scratch, but at least you're you know you're doing that, mm -hmm. and you're you're on this new diet, um, and that's that's where we're at right now, and he's he's down to around two fifteen on the on the weight. Which is, you know, uh, huge from mm -hmm. going from three fifteen or three fifty mm -hmm. down to two fifteen. So he's he's lost over a hundred pounds, and um, and then we're gonna find out on the next episode what happens on this next test and uh, where things go from there. So. That's, that's where we're going to finish off today. Thanks for joining us. We're right now, we're live on Instagram. We're going live yeah. today on Instagram. 
um, just to, sh to, to, to give a little inside on how we run these podcasts. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll be taking over on this story. You're going to have to wait till next week. Okay, we do, we're, we do three of these per week, so dun, dun, dun. you gotta wait till Monday to find out what happens next. Yeah, like I said, it was a miraculous and magical time. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> a lot of suffering, but yeah, don't regret it. Respect. That's what it means to me. Word of the day. All right, start respecting yourself. Uh, making those small changes, okay? Um, and uh, we, we'll, we'll catch up with you next week. Send us out. Attention! All out! Alright guys, see you next time. Next time, babies. Mm.